Dan. <laughs> Didi. <laughs> We made it one week, dude. We made it one week. (laughs) We completely changed the schedule of this podcast, thinking that, okay, we're going to be able to be together more often in one weekend. Here we are. One week. (laughs) Listen, I don't want, we don't have that much time. I don't want to spend too much railing on Chris's family, but listen. ChrisGatesFitness.com is uh, opened up for applications right now. And I'm just telling you, I don't know if you should trust him because his family's immune system is terrible. <laughs> so, you know, shouts to Chris. Doing a lot of work for a lot of great people. A lot of people doing a lot of great work for people. But I, I wonder if their immune systems are better than his family's. I hope because I don't know who in the, they're all just constantly getting each other sick it seems like at this point and at one point those infant children are going to be having to take care of their parents at this rate you know of who's going to take care of who one day that's going to have to switch and it's going to be a lot sooner than they want at this rate so yeah yeah vitamin c vitamin c because we preached that a couple times put it on the playlist (laughs) everything i don't know what we got to do i don't know what we got to do anymore but you know they're in a bubble too they're in a bubble (laughs) their own house it's just them what's happening it's like i need to see like because chris is putting you know progress up from his clients and stuff i need his like progress for his kids i need like oh (laughs) olivia it's like you know we've been working on her immune system and she's been great and you know You know. fought off a, she fought off a cold virus in one day this week. Yeah. It's a uh, huge progress from one week. We're exactly. Getting there. We're getting there. It's yeah. like we've gone two weeks without Shar Shar being sick. Let's, yeah. let's <laughs> that's, that's what we need. <laughs> right. Oh, Chris, we love you, man. Uh, yeah. Get better. Dude, get, get well. We got a wedding coming up and I don't need any of this garbage happening the week of the wedding. So I don't know what you guys are doing. Change it. Do something different. Lock yourselves in rooms. I don't care. Will you allow him to go to the wedding in a bubble? If that's what it takes to get in there, yeah. Better than him <laughs> not being there. So he can miss 50 more episodes of the brunch breakdown if he wants to, but that week, no excuses. Yeah. He's no excuses. like at what point? Because it is now May the third. Your wedding is May 21st. Yeah. Right? May yeah. 21st. And what point at what point do you literally have to call him up and say, I need you to put yourself in a bubble? I think at least one week before at okay. a minimum, right? It seems like that's how it's rotating through. And it seems like May 3rd, May 3rd to May 21st isn't a lot of time, but that's also enough time based on the history of his family in his house. Like <laughs> they'll get through this sickness and then there'll be one more. So I can't make the date too early, right? Because there's probably another cycle rolling through. I hate to put that bad energy out there, but like it just seems like we'll get through a couple of days and then there'll be another one. So we'll make it a week. We'll make it a week is when I got to call him and say, lock your door, bubble it up. Do what you got to do. All orange juice all the time. Just get through the week. That's yeah. all we got to do. I'm going to be very annoyed if I travel all the way from LA and Chris gets me sick. <laughs> the person who lives in Pittsburgh is the one who gets me sick. Not all the people right. I'm going to pass in the airport with connecting flights and all that stuff and all the nonsense it takes to get from LA to Pittsburgh at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be very annoyed if like yeah. Katie is the person who gets me sick. <laughs> right. So yeah. I was like, actually who's sitting wow. at their table? Cause I don't know if I need to right now. I don't know. Um, I, at this point, uh, <laughs> 
things are shuffling, things are moving around. So maybe I should send some warnings to those that are scheduled to sit at that table. Give them their, because I imagine you and Shannon probably have like a sweetheart's table of your own. We do. We do. How about you give them their own sweetheart's table too? <laughs> right now, on the other corner, they're back there like, why is there Chris and Katie sitting back there by themselves? Worry about getting people sick. <laughs> they're not worried about getting sick. They're worried about getting people sick. Yes. Yeah. Getting people sick. Yeah. Just give right. them their own corner of the dance floor. Give them their own yeah. square thing. Hey, just hang out. It's a, it's a big enough room. We could certainly make that happen. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. And Chris, like you've just heard, he is sick this week. But he'll be back next week. We hope. He'll be back next week. That's the plan. He'll be back. All right. On the episode today, we are going to be doing a Bruise Day topic during Bruise Day. We're going to be talking about tattoos and beer and this fun little thing that is going on. Also, we saw on Twitter a guy who was at a piano bar. Somebody came up to him, gave him 100 bucks, and told him to play Freebird. So we got a little topic about that as well. And Dan's going to hash out some wedding stuff. And we might have brunch court. We've got music. We've got a lot to get to. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. That's everywhere you can find podcasts. You can find the brunch breakdown. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible. Did you hear one of your favorites on there? You probably did. (laughs) And if you didn't, we're there too. So find us there. Hit follow. Hit subscribe. Let the episodes come to you every Wednesday morning now. We had that change up last week. You're just joining us for the first time in a couple. We're Wednesday morning now. So let those episodes come to you each and every Wednesday morning by hitting follow, hitting the subscribe. Full videos are also available on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Those still premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, now on Wednesdays as well. Same day as the podcast release. And of course, available on demand anytime you want to watch those as well. And of course, we're everywhere on social media because we're everywhere on everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, trailer, TikTok. Simply find us by searching at Brunch Breakdown. And of course, don't forget the Sounds of Brunch exclusive playlist of what we're listening to exclusively on Spotify. Simply search Sounds of Brunch. I love it, Dan. All right. Now let's get some random topics off our chest. And I'll go first because mine is kind of quick. And it leads into next week because we'll probably do some sports brunch stuff next week. But uh, I have to say, shouts to Kenny Pickett from Pitt being the only quarterback taken in the first round by the Pittsburgh Steelers. He played for Pitt in college. I just want to say, I hope that he likes the city of Pittsburgh. (laughs) because and he might and that is perfectly fine if he does I love Pittsburgh myself all I'm saying is I think it is very unfair (laughs) and I think you should have a choice (laughs) if you have to just stay in the college stay in the same city you went to college I just think that's unfair you know I just don't if somebody called if somebody like called me right after I graduated from college and was like you have to stay in Morgantown. <laughs> I would have a huge problem with that. A huge problem with that. And yeah. yes, I know he's going to make, you know, millions of dollars and all of that. And that's fine. But I still am just like, he's like a 24 year old guy. And now he has to stay in the same place. While everyone else that he's probably graduated college with is just figuring it out going wherever they want to go and maybe even coming back to where they were. And that's fine. But Kenny Pickett, I hope you like Pittsburgh because 
you're going to be there for quite possibly a very long time. Ben Roethlisberger never left. You might be the next one. You may never leave. I just hope you like Pittsburgh because man, oh man, like drafts are unfair in that regard. Like if you hate the place you went to college and then you get drafted there, it's a problem. Had to get off my chest. Well, that's a great point. I don't think a lot of people think of it in that light. It's like, how cool is it that you get to stay in Pittsburgh and you know this city and you know things already? And like, that's true. But in the back of someone's mind, you'd be like, oh, I was going to get to go somewhere new, new people, new media. No, it's all the same, which like there's a level of comfort with that. But that might wear up for some people. Oddly enough, since this was we were hoping to do some sports brunch this week. My chess segment is also about Kenny Pickett. Oh, it is. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. What I have to give off my chest is absolutely nothing because <laughs> Kenny Pickett is a freaking Pittsburgh Steeler, and I am I am loving it. I am loving life. It is so good right now. No complaints. Everything is great. Wedding stress. Put it aside. What I thought would be a miracle pick actually happened because I'm like. No way, not happening. You wish for it, you hope for it. We've been hearing this for months in Pittsburgh. Well, what if they take Kenny Pickett? They could take Kenny Pickett. And you hear all this other stuff about other quarterbacks. They like, oh, is he going to be there? Is he not going to be there? I'm like, this doesn't happen. The Steelers won't move up. It ain't happening. He's going to end up in Carolina or Atlanta, and I'm going to have to root for one of those teams. And I was like prepared for that. I was ready. I was ready for that. New Orleans, let's go. Okay, Kenny Pickett time. The scream screams of joy that I had this past Thursday night week night one of the draft were Shannon was alarmed greatly alarmed she couldn't believe and she was obviously prepared for that moment but she still couldn't believe I'm running up and down the house fist pumping yeah and this yeah and that and I just like Franco comes up and I'm like, oh, it's a Penn State guy. He's not going to pick a Pitt guy. He's just not happening. It's just I just got bad vibes right away. Sat there, kind of crossed my fingers. And I was like, miracle. They're parading this man around town like he's already won the Super Bowl. Let me tell you, it is it is happening. The media frenzy and parade that Kenny Pickett on is unlike any other I've seen. Sorry, Mr. Trubisky. Your time's already up. You haven't even taken a snap in spring ball yet, but it's Kenny time. The one beef I have, I will say this, and I don't care if I, I would say this to his face, but he's not here with us. Chris, my beef is with Chris. Mm-mm. Do you want to know why? Ooh. Do you want to know why? Night one of the draft starts at eight o'clock. It's in prime time. And a very good source to me close to me tells me that Chris didn't make it after pick number eight. He went to bed, went to bed, never witnessed the moment. Didn't know until the next morning that Kenny Pickett was a Pittsburgh Steeler. So that I have a bit of a beef with, but I know he's not here to defend himself and he maybe will next week, but Chris, come on, man. One night. One, Dude, you gotta stay. You have to at least stay up for Kenny. That's funny because I waited to get because I got I think I got Wingstop that night, or we picked up something that night, and I waited basically until like the last second to leave my house. 
for the Steelers pick. I was like, how close were the Steelers pick? All right, I'm just going to like wait to see if they pick a quarterback and see if like the internet goes nuts. And then uh, they pick Kenny Pickett, which I was not ready for because every person on the telecast was like, there's no way. It's Malik right. Willis. <laughs> there's no way. And then that ended up going on for the next like day and a half <laughs> with Malik Willis. Shouts to him. I hope he right. ends up being the greatest quarterback of all time or something. Like Russell, ends up being like Russell Wilson or something. Cause my God, he probably, poor will. guy. He probably will. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to clarify my, uh, my, my report. Uh, pick five. He was in bed after pick five, not eight. I gave him a little too much credit. Oh five picks God. he made it through. Chris, Jesus, this bedtime thing. Obviously, it's not working because he's not, his immune system is just like overly shutting down. Maybe that's what it is. Too much sleep, Chris Gates. Your immune system is too asleep. It's not up fighting battles. You're in the comfort of your own bed for too long. Hey, we might have stumbled on something. I think we have. I think we need to do our own investigation. Is too much sleep bad for your immune system? Ah, aha. Here we go. Okay. Let's go. We're ready. Look at us. Dan and Dan and Dan fitness.com. Let's get it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got topics off our chest. Now let's open up some brews. All right. Well, today I've got uh, one that I've had on this podcast before, but it's been a while from Maui Brewing Company because I really missed Hawaii this week because I saw some pictures from somebody I went to uh, high school with or actually somebody I went to college with who was in Maui recently and i was just jealous so i'm breaking out the maui big swell ipa and i just freaking love 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 this beer and it just makes me feel like i'm there and i i love maui i i just do wow cheers cheers that's that's what i got Cheers, indeed that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful right there um so what i have is something from Brew gentlemen haven't featured from them in a while. Brewery out of Braddock, uh, not far outside of uh, Pittsburgh. Love the slim. They go with the slim 12 ounce can. They do for their beer and it's high quality beer. Got a little, uh, already sweating in here. Uh, this is the mammoth. So it's a double IPA American hops. It's supposed to be a little, uh, a little hazy, a little citrusy. So I know we're going to be talking IPAs here in a moment with our topic. So I had to grab mm-hmm. An IPA. This is a double, so double the pleasure, double the fun. Oh boy. Oh boy, we got to go in for another one. Boy, is that good. It's extremely smooth. You certainly get the hops, but it is. It's hazy, it's citrusy, um, it's almost creamy. Damn, going in again. It's, yeah. Had to go in for a third one there. It's like it's more silky than creamy, I guess, is what is how I would kind of describe it. Silky. Um, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice blend of hops. It's not overly bitter. It's a little citrusy, like I said. The mammoth from Brew Gentlemen. These guys know what they're doing, especially when it comes to IPAs. So can't go wrong. This is a this is a beaut. Yeah, I had to go in for a. Had to go in for a couple sips there. Really, <laughs> really get it all. It's good stuff. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but they make the Bloodlight Lime beer, right? They make that one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Because them. I absolutely love that one for sure. I think I only I, re- I remember that because of the can. That's really why I remember mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. They stick with that. 
with that look. It's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Well, Love while it. we are sipping on some brews, uh, I, there's a fun topic to get into right now. Uh, Devil's Backbone Brewing in Virginia is uh, giving out free IPAs, free for a year, free beer for a year. If you get a tattoo of what you may ask, a deer. (laughs) And my question is, Dan, would you do it? Is getting a tattoo (laughs) of a deer that looks, I mean, nice. There's a couple options. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there's like uh, almost, you know, caricature cartoon almost versions of this of -hmm. this deer right it's the symbol of uh, one of their ipa blends uh that they have and so yeah you get all you have to do is there's it was it was by a uh tattoo artist who's becoming very popular in tiktok right Mm -hmm. and there's like four designs you can pick from all you have to do is like document it get a signature from the tattoo artist, something like that. You just have to make sure they got to take you through a couple steps to make sure it's valid. You get a, a gift card worth, I think it says $480, which is the equivalent of like $9 a week. So basically a beer a week. So beer for a year, a beer a week. By the way, that should be plenty. Um, <laughs> I would a thousand percent do this if it wasn't a deer. If it wasn't, it's just the buck has never been an attractive animal ever, ever shouts to you, Giannis. But like (laughs) that brand is still the buck is just not an attractive animal. And to have that be permanently, I mean, I like the kind of designs that the, the tattoo artist is, is going with there's colors to it and there's different elements to it, but it's still a deer right there. And, um, that's what's making me kind of shy away from this is is because of that because otherwise i'm in i'm a thousand percent in so one is like an 80s inspired deer with like (laughs) what looks like bret hart sunglasses on and rollerblades and it's in like 80s like pink blue colors and then the others is like i guess this is like the daft punk deer with (laughs) his helmet on (laughs) and the other deer looks like a football player i i don't know they all say buck tradition on them in uh in different ways but it's a deer dressed up would you do this for free beer for a year i think a lot of people would do this and i'm very interested to follow up on the story to see how many people actually do it because i really think a lot of people would do this because there are just a lot of people with tattoos who don't care what they have on their bodies it's just kind of like whatever it's just another one i'll put it on yeah and like you look at it from a cost perspective, depending on how big you get that thing or what tattoo artist you get to, you go to, like I said, it's 480 bucks. So you could get a tattoo for that price or maybe even a little less, again, depending on where you are, where you go to or pretty close to it. So you're like just saying it in comparisons, like, you know, it's either a free tattoo and you're paying for the beer or you're paying for the tattoo and the beer. It's like the same price. So it makes you think even more like, yeah, this is a thousand percent worth it for somebody that has a bunch of tattoos it's like yeah i don't care put it here i won't see it that's all i gotta do then hell yeah then hell yeah this isn't free bud light for a year this is a legitimate brewery in virginia so why wouldn't you consider it aside from the fact that it's a deer but again you're right there's people with plenty of tattoos that don't care 
that wouldn't care at all? You know, there are two things with this. This is a good question to ask Chris because because of Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, and he his wife is from Powaukee, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right there. If he gets this Buck tattoo, does that all of a sudden make him the best like in law? Does he jump over his Ooh. sisters and like the sisters in law, and all of a sudden he is the number one in law because he's got a permanent commitment to the Buck? To yeah. the Bucks, mm-hmm. to his brother Giannis. Yeah, I would say so. See, I would say so. It's a good thought for him. And yeah. second one, did you ask your future wife in a couple weeks about this because she has tattoos? Would she be down to do this? Uh, same answer. Same answer. Yes. <laughs> if it wasn't a deer, because <laughs> she has multiple, and so mm-hmm. she's on that border. We're like, oh yeah, maybe it doesn't matter, but. Ugh. if it just give me another animal like again the go with the same design give me another animal um it just it just doesn't work it just doesn't work for me but same answer same answer. she would do it for the beer a tattoo for the beer hell yeah we're in all right in. okay yeah. i'd go mammoth look at the mammoth on this can this is a you know oh it's okay. you know i would get that it's still a little weird, but just the it's better uh, than that. That's just such a because you can see that and not know what it was and just pay no attention to it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But this right. is a statement. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know what you're doing and you know what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. No hiding it. Yeah. No hiding no it. Hiding well, uh, Dan, cheers to Bruce Day. Yes. Cheers to Bruce Day. Cheers indeed. All right. All right, well, let's get into our first topic of the day. Dan, you got the wedding coming up in a couple weeks. I've been through this. Yes. I've been through this. I've had a couple weeks before the wedding. I know <laughs> stuff starts going crazy. I know <laughs> you start acting a little crazy. She starts acting a little crazy. Families start acting even more crazy. So, yeah. Dan, what's on your mind? Go yeah, let's it. just let's just lay it all let's out here. It, because this is, this is it. We've been talking about this for well over a year and a half now, and we're in crunch time. We're absolutely in crunch time and it is crazy stressful meetings every other night with one vendor or another we've got a meeting with the pastor tonight we've got a meeting uh for our marriage license tomorrow next week we have to meet with our photographer our videographer and somebody else we have another one next week as as well okay oh the dj of course dj scatro the one and only we gotta meet with all these people (laughs) weeks prior like we don't have enough shit to do we have to have all of these meetings after work, and I've never worked so much in my free time than over the past couple of weeks and will for the next couple of weeks. It's like I had this checklist of things to check off, and it just it's not getting smaller. Mm-hmm. I'm checking one off, but adding one or adding two things, and like it's just driving me crazy. And like some of these things that are on the list is like the after party. Because everybody likes a good after party, right? Because the reception usually, unlike yours, which was amazing, which we'll get into that perspective, but reception done, hard 11 o'clock, out at 11 o'clock, that's still early for most people, Chris. For most people, (laughs) that's still like, let's keep the party going. So one challenge that we're facing is like, you're planning the biggest party of your life. 
that everybody you know and love and cares about you are going to be there. And then you have to arrange this after party like that one wasn't good enough or long enough. And the idea and concept of that just is mind blowing. We spend months and months and a year and a half planning this thing, but it's like, oh yeah, by the way, once that's all done, people are still going to want to party. So find somewhere else for us to do that too. But you didn't have to go through that. Luckily for the most, well, for the most part, for the most part, it was a little different. We didn't have to go through that, but we did have to have an extra long reception because we got married on New Year's Eve. So that was like logistically and having to pay for that was very annoying. Like having to keep the photographers there for a couple extra hours where they didn't have to do anything. Cause that was the thing. It was like, they were with us all day. They had taken enough pictures for the rest. I don't need that many pictures in the rest of my life taken that I had on my wedding day. And like, they basically, and we basically just like, we looked at them one point during the reception. We were just like, you guys can like, I don't know, chill, eat some donuts. Like I like where you're literally at this point, just here to take pictures at midnight. You know what I mean? Like that was it. So that stuff was difficult. That stuff was a little difficult, but yeah, we didn't have to do the after party, but we did have to keep people around for probably like two hours and keep them entertained and fed and all that. So had to do that, get the burger sliders and all that stuff. But you just have to, I feel like you just have to find a place, make sure that enough people can show up at it because it won't be everybody. Right. That's the other thing. It won't be everybody, but like how many is it? Yeah, that's true. Is it 30 or is it 55 yeah there's obviously no way to know yeah it's it's tough to know it's also tough because like you have your reception in like your hotel where some guests well and both hotels are really close to the reception right so i feel like if the place is close a lot of people are gonna go so right or at least a little bit (laughs) yeah 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 exactly so like we have to plan this ahead of time if we're going somewhere where we say hey we might be bringing between 30 and 55 people from 11 o'clock till whenever you close. What can you do for us? Do you have the, yeah. the room for us? Um, but yeah, there, we have an advantage of being within walking distance of a lot of places. Uh, but I don't know if either of our hotels are large enough and will stay open late enough to house and host that many people too. So we're running into that fun challenge. So it's like, the mindset of throwing a party after the biggest party of your life. I kind of want to be like, somebody else should handle this. (laughs) We shouldn't be throwing the after party. (laughs) That should be the new standard. A lot has changed in weddings, right? A lot of the traditions that you didn't do, we're not doing. There's no, uh, you know, there's no traditional stuff like a bouquet toss, no garter pole, none of that. We're not doing any of that. Um, But like somebody else, and maybe somebody not even in the the, the bridal party, because you guys have also, uh, you know, have planned a lot as well between the bachelor party and the day of the wedding. There's responsibilities for people and stuff to plan. Like somebody, some third outside member, some like lucky winner, somebody that wasn't invited to the reception that gets a golden ticket. Their only caveat is you have to plan the after party. You can have food there. You can have drinks available. This many people just make it happen. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we need some sort of system hmm. to make this thing work, to make it a little easier. That's a good one. You just need to put out like a, a notice to like every relative and just be like, listen, figure this out. We don't care where 
We don't care when, just figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's somebody has to do something. Yeah. That's what um, we need. Here's the, the, the big question. I always wonder if the answer changes after the wedding is actually over. Cause I hear people ask this all the time and early in the process, I had one answer, but it's changing now. It's like, would you do it all over again? You know, go through the steps, the planning, the process of all that just to relive that one day. For the past 14 months, I'm like, sure, why not? It's been good. It's been fine. It's fun talking about all this stuff, planning it. It's going to be an amazing day. But these last couple of weeks, I'm like, absolutely not. Never again. Never again. Uh, but does that day just like wipe away all of those, you know, burnt, burnt out memories from the le- weeks leading up to it? So I got really good advice for this, like way before I got married, actually. Um, no, actually, it wasn't way before I got married. It was like when I got engaged, they were like, somebody told me just to make sure you take a moment with your wife stand back behind everybody else at the reception when everybody's dancing, everybody's drinking or whatever, and just look at it and just, just take it all in. Cause otherwise everything goes so fast that day. And there's so many emotions. And I feel like I blacked out during my ceremony. Like I just, you know, I'm like, I'm like crying my face off, like everything's going on. And, but then like thinking back on it and you're just like, man, like every, my whole life was in this room. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's the cool part about it all is like, you're just looking at it all and you're just like, wow, like that person from this part of my life, that part of this part of my life. And that's the only time all these people are ever going to be in the same room again. Mm-hmm. So just all of this leading up to the wedding is crazy. And it's not going to be less crazy the day of the rehearsal. It's not going to be less crazy that morning. It's not <laughs> like it's I'm, I'm just letting you know right now, it's not going to get less crazy or less intense, but just like at the end, you will be like, it's so worth it. It's yeah. so worth it. Yeah, that, that is good advice. We actually got similar advice over the weekend that just like, it'll go so quickly. You have to be able to like, take that moment away. Don't be near anybody and just like, take it all in and realize all of these people will never be in the same room ever again. And they're there because of you. Um, so we're gonna try to do that. We're gonna try really hard uh, <laughs> to make sure we do that. I, I, I yeah, it's just, these weeks leading up, I'm like, why would anybody want to do this ever, ever again, ever again? But I'm hoping, yeah, that day should hopefully erase all that. One thing else, another thing I've learned that we're within the time period of we need final head counts and, you know, what everybody's having for their meals and whatnot. I will never, ever hold on to a wedding RSVP card <laughs> ever again. Ever hold on to it. The day... It comes in the mail. Checking yes, checking no, checking whatever. Sending that thing right back. I will never. I. <laughs> you don't realize it until you go through it. You give people so much time to prepare. Hey, in six months, we're getting married. We want you there. Here's the date. Save it. Hey, in three months... It's still happening. Let us know if you're coming. Let us know what you're eating. You got a month to let us know. Plenty of time. You got five, six weeks to let us know. Oh, I forgot. Like, no, why? What? Don't hold on to RSVPs. I'll never, 
ever do it again. Life lesson. Life lesson. Yeah. I always wondered why my mother was like, whenever my friends started getting married, I was living at home. She was like, send that back in now. Send that back in now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. Like, it, it told, they say I don't have a, I've got a month or a half to do this. Like, who cares? Then I got married. And there were people who held on for so long. And some of them know who they are and probably listen to this podcast and definitely yeah. check out the clips on Instagram. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they literally, I didn't talk to them for like two years. Um, so <laughs> I'm telling you that right there is such a lesson. And it's so true. It's just like, yeah, I never hold on to them long. Never, ever hold on to them long. It's like, as soon as they come in, it's like, we're going da 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 done. Like, yeah. we, and when I sent yours in, I didn't even know if my wife was going or not. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to say it's just me. And then, you know, Dan will figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's mind blowing how many people we have to like, you know, we had to chase down and like, you assume the answer is no at that point, but they weren't all no. Yeah. They, they literally they weren't all no. And by the way, if it's no, that's okay too. Just tell us. Yeah. Don't let us don't. This isn't a Halloween party where it's like, uh, maybe. Maybe we'll try to make it. We don't really know right now. No, no, no. You're an adult. Yes or no. That's this how that, that's how this has to work. This yeah. is this is the way of the world of planning. I need to know. And so I'll never ever do it again. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people out there listening that think I'm talking to them. I probably am, but we've got it all <laughs> figured out now. That's okay. That's why. Also, hint, build yourself a buffer time with your RSVP date. That's good advice. If you need to know two weeks before the wedding, make the RSVP cutoff four weeks before. So give yourself two weeks. Oh, we had people changing meals too. I, I oh my saw God. my mom and sister over the week and they're like, hey, can we change our meals? And I'm like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you absolutely can't. That's why you had all this time. You don't change your meal preference all of a sudden. Um, it's amazing. So yeah, never, never hold on to that again. Yeah. Something else that is is just generally strange is like this constant exchanging of gifts between people or everybody's giving everybody gifts like can we just chill it out with the gifts there's gifts for parents there's gifts for the bridal party there's gifts for each other it's like this wedding costs so much money why are we why are we spending it on gifts for each other a simple thank you a thank you note will do just fine how about what goes around comes around because that's usually how these things work. I'm in your wedding. You're in my wedding parent here, parent there. We're getting married forever. We'll be giving each other birthday and anniversary gifts and Christmas gifts for the rest of our lives. Yes. This day will be special, but we don't have to exchange a token beside the ring. We don't have to do that. It's just too much money. It's just way too much money. And you like try to be unique. You try to be special. You try to be what's something you have to like fit everybody's needs and whatever. It's just, it's wild that we still do these constant exchanges of gifts. That's one of the traditions that really can't be shaken. It seems like it's just, you, you want to repay the people that have invested time and money into it. There's it's, there's gotta be a better way. It's more like, Hey, you know what? Don't buy us anything off the registry. It's cool. Rather than me <laughs> saying, I'll just buy you something instead. It's just, it's silliness, man. It, it really it really is when people start doing all of the gift giving and all of that. And it's like, when did you get Siobhan? I'm like, I don't, what, I, I, what do you mean? What did I get her? 
Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't, like, like we got the wedding. Like we like yeah. all, like all of my I've drained like, like both of us are. What do you mean? Yeah. What are we doing here? But yeah, there's just so many gifts and all that. Like, luckily, I mean, for us, like we didn't have to do like a lot of the, the bridal shower and yeah. all of those things that come with, you know, the traditional wedding stuff and people do it. And that's all nice or whatever. And families want to do all that stuff. But man, dude, when it just the, the gifts and the pressure of doing all this stuff and you're like, wait, was I supposed to do that? Did you want me to do that? And then you're trying to figure out it's like, wait, do you are you saying you didn't want me to do that? But you really did want me to do that. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's also another thing that, you know, that kind of happened to me really close to wedding day. I was like, oh, wait you really wanted me to get you something. <sighs> so then <laughs> it was like, got to figure this out. Yeah. So yeah, I get it, you. It, it is. It's crazy of all the planning and everything that's going into it. And you're like, shit, now I got to buy everybody gifts. <laughs> like what? What? Just don't buy us any. How about that? Just don't buy us any. Cause yeah, we just went through the bridal shower last weekend and it was amazing. And everybody that was there, it seemed like it was a good time. You know, I did my uh, traditional show up at the end, uh, a rousing ovation, by the way, it was a, it was a wonderful moment. It felt very <laughs> like I stole the spotlight. Like all of a sudden it was about me. So it was, uh, was wonderful. But then I had to load up my car with all these gifts <laughs> and I'm like, are these people buying us more gifts in three weeks? Cause, and then we have to buy them gifts, certain ones. Like how many gifts are we exchanging with each other? It's just a little bit, it's a little much. So how can you be memorable with these gifts to make them good enough, but not also spend a <laughs> fortune for them to be memorable? It's like, so we kind of gave between Shannon and I, we like kind of gave ourselves a low budget. Like, let's just keep it simple, which is yeah. the thing to do. The last wedding thing, which is a very important one to me, it's actually perfectly going to lead into where we're going right after this with music, is more of a question I have for you. Didi, as someone who cares as deeply about music as I do, I have people asking like, do you, are you guys even having a DJ? You could, Dan could put together the playlist <laughs> that he wants and you know, everything like that. Yes, we have an incredible DJ. I'm going to let him do his thing because I've seen his work twice and I trust him. But how many songs is too many songs to put on your must play list? <sighs> Okay, this is a tough one and one that I had to reel myself back in. Thank sure. goodness, like, I am a, it's, it's tough for you guys because you guys are both, like, intense music listeners. Me yeah. and Siobhan are not. Like, Siobhan is like, I heard this on the radio. I'm like, I heard that, like, a year ago when this person was, like, really small and saw them at the Roxy with 400 people or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's me. So it was good to have her be like, yeah, you can't play that song. No one knows that song. You know what I mean? Because like mm -hmm. she is the the radio listener. She is the average person who listens to music and they find it out from the radio, Sirius XM, whatever. That's when they hear a song for the first time. Right. Not us. So I think having a solid list of like 20 songs, 25 songs okay. that you're like, I want these songs to be played at some point during. And then otherwise yeah. you have to let the DJ do their thing because this this is what they do. You right. don't DJ weddings. Like they are the ones that bring the party for the whole crowd. 
I this is why I don't like making playlists for people's like parties. They're like, oh, Didi, you love music? Make the playlist. I'm like, you don't want me to make the playlist. You don't want me to do that. You, you want anyone else to make the playlist, just not me. Like, that's what you want because I don't care about anybody else. So, mm-hmm. but the DJ does. So you just yeah. have to have those songs. They'll know when to sprinkle them in. They'll know when to put those songs in at certain times and it like works out because that happened with our wedding and it worked out perfectly. And so I think that's what you have to do. You got to trust your DJ. And that's why, mm-hmm. you know, you, you make sure you get a good DJ. You've seen his work, you know what he does. And then you give them the list of songs and they fit them in perfectly. Cause even if the song is something that nobody knows, they know what to play next, you know? And right. I think that's the most important thing. It's like, they know when to cut a song off. They know when to mix a song into something else. Like DJs know what they're doing with the list, but you don't want to make it so that the DJ can't do anything. That's yeah. the thing. Cause you're paying yeah. him. Otherwise, what are you doing? Like I could go up there and hit play for you. Could it? Right. <laughs> so. Right. You don't capture the vibe and the environment and what, how people are feeling in that moment. Cause that's the DJ's kind of responsibility to keep the party going. And if a song isn't working and he is, you know, nobody's controlling that, then it's just going to stay that way. He's got at least the ability to, to change that up. And you're right. It's hard to have a balance of like songs. We want to hear that. We know that maybe not everybody knows, but sprinkle, sprinkle them in at the right time, or they know them because of like me. They're like, oh, I know this song because of Dan or because of <laughs> Shannon, and they like it. So let's go join them on the dance floor, that type of thing. So that's a good number. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. That's that's very helpful. So that's just a little smattering of of wedding chatter as we wind down uh, the few weeks that we have that we have to go. And I'm sure my off your chest segment next week will be wedding related. And, um, you know, but we did do some honeymoon, honeymoon uh, excursion bookings and and like looking at things like offers this week. So excited about all that just uh, a week afterwards. So a lot of stress, but a lot of good stuff coming up. I like it. I like it. But yeah, here's, uh, here's another thing to check off your list. This is something that a lot of people don't know. Um, make I had fun making the list, making the playlist for the uh, the dinner music. Oh, okay, yeah. I that's had a our, lot like, of fun with the DJ. It's like I'm like, dude, yeah. I don't know. Like you pick it. No, you pick it. This is when you get to have mm. a little bit more fun with your wedding playlists because no one cares what's going on at that time. Only you. Know what's going on that you can kind of play anything you want. And the reason why I thought about this when it came to my wedding, it was super important for me was because I went to my friend Kurt Kurt and Michelle's wedding and their DJ was playing like all like boy band songs and you could barely notice it. Yeah. But then when you did, but then when people did, you just saw them like kind of like put their fork down. Is he playing (laughs) O-Town? You're like, and That's it was great. just a funny thing to see the people around just like, what is that 98 degrees? What's right. happening right now? Yeah. And you're just not used to hearing anything during it. So I had a lot of fun with that for, for my, for mine. And it's like, it's not like I did I like, like a boy band theme or anything. It was just like, I was just playing like deep cuts of songs that I knew weren't yeah. going to played during the wedding. And that like <laughs> made me happy while I was eating tacos. Yeah. That's great. Just That's a little thought. Advice. Yeah. You know, just Thank little, you for you know, that too. Just a little yeah. fun there that you I can have because you can basically play anything you want at that time. That's true. That's yeah. true. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. I love it. I appreciate yeah. all that advice. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. Well, speaking of music, uh, let's do this one really quick. Uh, we saw this tweet where a guy who was working at a piano bar 
somebody came up to him and gave him a hundred dollars and said, play free bird. So I am asking, I, so I asked the brunch breakdown. I was like, what song would you play? Would you ask someone to play for a hundred dollars? And what song would you throw a hundred dollars back in someone's face? If you were in the piano man's position and someone told you to play a song that you didn't like go Dan. I'll tell you what, there aren't a whole lot of songs worth a hundred dollars for Mm-mm. some generic piano man Mm-mm. to play. And it's again, it's songs just like we were talking about that I would want to hear and nobody else would like play the acoustic version of my blood from 21 pilots on the piano, because it's like my favorite song on the piano ever, ever. And like, no one would, I would, I would, I would pay a hundred dollars for that, but nobody else around me would enjoy it. Um, like, I don't want to hear a piano guy play, you know, certain songs. There are certain songs that should be off limits. Uh, Free birds certainly being one of them. Don't do that. A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. I don't know. Like if I'm trying to get the crowd moving, like maybe sweet Caroline, maybe okay. sweet Caroline, you know, it's like an easy, like, Hey dude, we gotta, and that's why I'd be throwing down a hundred, right? Like this party sucks. Here's a hundred bucks. Play this song. I think this is going to change the environment. Not like I'm desperate for this song. Play my blood by 21 pilots, <laughs> you know? So that's like what comes to mind is like, you know, what song is really worth that? I don't know. Did you have one that automatically would be good on the piano and be worth a hundred? I don't know if we'd be good on the piano. I just know that I would pay him a hundred dollars to try and it would be back that thing up. <laughs> That's what I would want the piano guy to do at this boring <sighs> piano bar where the party is just sucking and you're oh. there. Cause like somebody's birthday and you're they They really wanted to go to dueling pianos and the shit's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And I would be like, here's a hundred dollars play back that thing up. I just have to see what happens. Cause that's the situation I thought about in that like, I have to do something to make myself entertained. Here's a hundred dollars. Play back that thing up. How talented are you, sir? Let's go. Yeah. I I just thought of another one as you said that. That's an amazing answer. Uh, Roses by Outkast. That Mm. piano intro, I actually used to know how to play it. I used Mm. to play it all the time and it would get people right away. Like you'll get, you'll get people, you know, hearing it immediately and lighting up and then just, uh, going, Ooh, 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 oh my like, God. Let's, let's go. Give me that. Give Crazy. me that. That's my hundred dollars. New answer. Crazy. Oh my God. I haven't heard that song in so long. Throw that yeah. on the playlist. This week. <laughs> it's like, going on. Holy crap. Having it. Amazing song. Amazing. Uh, and, and the song that I would throw a hundred dollars back in someone's face. You already said it. It's sweet. Caroline, <laughs> throw it right in somebody's get that. Nope. You gave it to the wrong guy. I am. Yeah. No, I'm the piano man. No, no. Right. No. Yeah. Nope. Well, oddly enough, mine is uh country roads. Like, <laughs> if you can come anywhere near, I have it on my list. I did not just do that on the fly. I swear to you have it on my list right here. Just don't just get that money out of here. You're going to have to add a couple of zeros onto the end. My friend, if you want to <laughs> sniff in that song, dude, not going to lie. Country roads, number two on my list also. So just oh. to let you know that I'm not biased. Country Roads number two on my list too, because I hate that song. Listen, West Virginia through and through. I hate Country Roads so much. And it probably has more to do with the fact that they teach you how to sing that song from the time you like first step into a West Virginia public school. And it's, I hate that song. I just, I just do. I hate it so much. And one of the reasons it popped into my head is that Shannon and I were at a wine bar this past weekend. We were like, oh, let's just go out for, you know, two hours. We're stressed out about, you know, we'll go have some wine. We'll have some, uh, you know, wine and cheese, whatever. They had a, you know, singer, singer, uh, guitar player there, you know, small little wine bar up the road from us. And we're like, this is nice. First time we've been here. 
couple songs and I'm like, yeah, these guys are kind of talented. It's pretty good. And all of a sudden they're throwing down and they're starting to sing country. And, I'm, and I was like, look at Shannon. I'm like, we got to go. I'm like, we, that's it. It's it. We got to get out of here. I can't do this. We're supposed to be to relax. And now I'm like ants in a way, like boo, getting ready to boo these people. And we're at like a nice wine bar. And I'm like, boo, like this. <sighs> couldn't, <sighs> couldn't do it. So <laughs> yikes. God, that's I'm glad it's on your list too. Yo, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. On my list. Cause when I put, cause I had sweet Caroline and country roads. Cause I just hate both those songs. And like, I hate yeah. them so much. Hate that's them both. Fair. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm like an Ohio State fan, I guess, at that point, or a Penn State <laughs> yeah, fan at that yeah. point. It's like, I hate this school. I hate that school. That's yeah. me, Penn yeah. State guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's get into music we do like, what we're listening to this week. Uh, get it started, Dan. Go for it. All right. Going to get it started. Going to go quick here. Uh, Ava Max, maybe you're the problem. <sighs> um, I'm telling you what, man. This song is brand new, but it's it's already hitting the waves, the radio. I love it. Another pop, just, just massive hit from Ava Max. I'm a, I honestly was like wondering first time. I'm like a sweet but psycho. I'm like this is a banger. But like, is, are we in for a one hit wonder? The answer, ladies and gentlemen, is an absolute hell no. Um, if you haven't missed, if you've missed out on the other ones, do not miss out on this one. Maybe you're the problem. A lot of a lyrics that a lot of people can relate to as well. Ava Max, oh, she's back, baby. Let's go. Dude, I'm telling you, I know we're supposed to go quick right now, but that song was on my list. I have a backup, so we're all good. Okay. But dude, <laughs> that song is like Ava Max done it. She has another cardio banger. Like it's yeah. another one. Like that's yeah. gonna own every spin class, every workout class for the next 10 years. This song's amazing. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Uh Lizzo, about damn time. I absolutely Ooh, love this song. Yeah. Lizzo, uh, it's, it's about damn time. She came back with like an official first single uh, albums coming out in July, I believe. And this is a nice uh a nice nice starter for her album so i'm really excited i i love this song so much so about damn time lizzo great pick great pick uh a group called super organism i think i put them on a playlist back on like the og brunch breakdown before mm. we restarted this whole thing uh they had a song in 2018 called everybody wants to be famous and i instantly fell in love with it love with their sound they finally got some new music uh out there's a new single called crushed.zip just like a file would be crushed.zip um, new album coming out this summer. It's kind of like twisted, you know, they like use different uh, sound effects, like some clanky noise, which sounds like absolutely horrible, but honestly give the song a try. It's like a twisted indie pop uh, song by super organism. Check them out. All right. Uh, I love breakup songs. I love them so much. Charlie Puth has possibly my favorite song of 2022. It's, and this is going to stay there. That's hilarious. I love this song. Okay. Have you heard it? I have it. No. Oh my God, dude. It's hilarious. Anyone who has been in a relationship that just, you know, didn't go the way they wanted it to. And you felt like you wasted a year of your life or longer. And then they want you back and you're like, ha ha ha. That's hilarious. And it's amazing. This, okay. I mean, Charlie Puth, when he, I, I'm a big Charlie Puth fan. When he gets in the pocket outside of see you again, I'm here. I just hate to see you again. Yeah, I, I, there's a one of his other more recent singles. I saw somebody post on Facebook about it, like, like serious tone. It felt like it was like the new Charlie Puth single, not the one you're talking about, but the the one prior oh, to it was like, it's like yeah. he's like he's like this is such bad music. He goes, he's like Charlie Puth, you should be embarrassed. How dare you call this music? And I was like, oh no. 
We're getting real, yeah. real on Charlie Puth here. Yeah, real light switch Puth. is not good. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, it's not good. It's I was like, oh no, Charlie. But this one brings me right back. Brings yeah. me right back. I'm a I'm a Puthinator. Whatever. You're That's Puthinator. hilarious. You're in. This You're song's in. amazing. Listen to it. <laughs> uh, last one for me is the Interrupters. I think they've been on the playlist. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, they're back with a new song called In the Mirror. And ladies and gentlemen, without Chris Gates here, I can comfortably say this. Uh, they're making a Scott cool again. Hey. They are. You don't have to go back to the early 2000s and live in that era anymore. The interrupters are making Scott cool again, and they're doing it by powerful, talented lead vocalists. And the lead singer of the interrupters, she, she is. She's extremely talented. Love her voice. And it's just a super catchy song. It's like getting me in like pre-wedding hype mode. I'm, re- I'm ready to go. It's like pre-dance floor. Let's go. So in the mirror from the interrupters, check it out. All right. Uh, my last song is only one minute long. Justin Bieber, I Feel Funny. Uh, there is something about this song that I need more of. And I feel like we might get more of it because I think some other people should jump on this song and make <laughs> this like a three minute jam so uh yeah justin bieber i feel funny also one more camila cabello la buena vida we're probably gonna put camila i'm probably gonna have camila cabello somehow on this list for the next like 10 weeks so yeah you, anyways you're just reliving last year's album and like one of the biggest songs of the summer that you just stumbled on last week God. <laughs> anyways la buena vida check that song out and two more for, yeah funny. bonus tracks i love it let's bonus do it tracks bonus. to wrap up uh holly humberstone we saw her coachella Love Holly Humberstone. She sang this song live there. Uh, her new sing- single is called Sleep Tight. We'll add that on there. We got to fill up the playlist this week. We're not going to have go. a skate Let's song. Go. And Arcade Fire. Hey. I love Arcade Fire. They got another single in prep for their album coming out called Unconditional One. I really love the direction this band is going. And they're just, they just give me the chills. It makes me want to play live music again. So Arcade Fire, Holly Humberstone, and of course, Roses by Outcast. And while we're at it, Pink Panthers, Willow Smith. Yes, you are. Yes. Holy crap. Yes. Holy crap. Is Mm -hmm. that song amazing? Mm -hmm. Like what? All for it. Dude, Willow Smith is the coolest person making music right now. Like it's just seriously. Like honestly, speaking of which, I imagine I bet not headlining Coachella 10 p.m. Set Willow 10 p.m. 2023 main outdoor stage. One of the two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. Doja Cat. She's going spot. Yeah, I, like it's so guest on guest on guest, and they'll just be like, every song's a hit. Every song's a hit. Yeah, amazing. Just I love yeah. it. I think I Willow it. is going to be on a lot of a, a lot of bold lettering. Willow at festivals in 2023. For sure, she's everywhere right now. For sure, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> shouts to her dad too. What's up, Will? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that is the brunch breakdown. Thank you guys all for listening. Any final thoughts, Dan? Um, Don't get too much sleep, ladies and gentlemen. It's not good for the immune system. Beautiful. We're (laughs) out.